Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hello, mother. Hello, daughter. Do you feel like the weeks go so fast? So fast. I mean, I feel like we're here and we say, oh, we'll see you in a week. And then it's. And then here, here we, are. we are again. What do you make of that? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know, mom. But yes, time yeah. flies. It does. Um, okay. Was that, that the whole point? Yeah, that was, <laughs> there was no I bigger thought, thought on that. Mention that. It was just a big, big thought. Yeah. Um, time flies and. We have a a, a really great show that I'm super excited about today. A lot of guests. Yes, we've got some like DC related references going on. Uh, I'm just going to tease it out a little bit and say um, Smithsonian White House fashion. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. We'll have guests coming is up that relate Joe to both. Biden going to be here with us? Well, adjacent. Okay. Adjacent. That's good enough. Yes. So uh, that's coming up later in the show. But we have to start local first because I'm sorry, this is a bit of an embarrassment. And it's really sort of an existential question for you. An oh. existential shopping question. Is a mall even a mall without the gap? Oh, good question. And specifically, the Mall of America. The Gap Crazy. store closed at the Mall of America this well, week. Well, you know, I meant to mention that to you because my husband was there a few days ago and he came back and he said, the Gap closed at the mall. Yep. What? Closed on Tuesday. Closed on Tuesday. Shuttered its doors. Now, Gap has been closing stores since 2020. Yeah. They announced, um, you know, a major downsizing. And this is other, I think a lot of other retailers have had to make this correction as well. It's just that the gap is so prevalent. Yeah. And, and at so many malls that you just sort of, you know, associate it. But I think a lot of retailers have started realizing maybe we don't need to be at every single mall. We just need a couple good stores in the market and you'll go to them. Or maybe you won't. But, you know, the Gap has closed several Banana Republic stores in town. Ridgedale doesn't have a Banana Republic anymore. Um, Downtown Minneapolis, of course. But that's sort of another story. They even closed the Banana um, Outlet store in Albertville. Oh, they did? And Gap closed at Eden Prairie Center, which feels like right in its wheelhouse. But somehow, when you close your store at Mall of America, of all places... Else it's just like I remember when J. Crew did this too, and it yeah. seemed equally, you know, kind so of hard to understand. But I the think reason. Well, I mean, like like I said, I mean they they had announced that they would close three hundred and fifty Gap and Banana Republic stores across the across North America by the end of twenty twenty three. So this is part of that. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's like you know. Something about Mall of America, no, but, but, I, but but I wonder but. about Mall of America. Well, I what think what happens a lot is. of times with these when when retailers when big retailers are doing these mass closings, it has more to do with where they can save the most money than uh, which stores aren't performing. Okay, so it's hard to know. You know, was the Mall of America store really underperforming, or that was a very large store? Yes, it was two levels. Yeah, had you know the baby gap, kids gap, men, women, all yeah. of it. And it probably just saved them a pretty penny. Mall of America rent is not cheap. Wow. But I just like, I don't know. To me, that just feels like 
a real a mall when you, without the gap, yeah. especially that mall. Yeah, it's not amazing. great for Mall of America, no. and it certainly doesn't look. It certainly doesn't bode well for for the they gap. They haven't but said if they have something coming in there, have they yet? Oh, that specific spot, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, another. I mean, there have been a lot. If you've done a couple laps at the Mall of America, you might be surprised by. Well, I mean, look, there are some new stores that are there. That you know, Warby Parker is there now. That whole. Um, Aisle going from Nordstrom to Macy's, you know, uh-huh. where you've got um, Columbia and you've got the, um, oh, what am I thinking of? The, um, the Arteryx, like several really upscale some new, outerwear brands. Are there new that makeup really stores good. that open too? I believe my husband mentioned that, but I can't remember what. did it, Is mm. the Mac store, is that new or has that been there? No, Mac's been there a million years. A million, a wow. million, approximately a million. But okay. you know what else closed? And this is an interesting one. This is a brand that sort of rose up on the influencers' backs. It's a makeup brand called Morphe. Oh, um, and they were, you know, pre-pandemic, they were having, you know, like celebrity influencer appearances. Some of the biggest TikTok stars, you yeah. know, coming to do autograph signings and makeup demos. They closed their store. That was their only Minnesota store. They closed at Mall of America last week, but they're closing all of their stores. So, so it's much not for those just, influencers. Yeah, huh? I mean, it's not just the mall. They're closing yeah. 18 stores. And planning, interestingly, on focusing on selling online and wholesale, they partner with Target and Ulta. And basically, why have a store? They don't need a store, right? Yeah. So I don't know know what happens to all of these malls and all of this real estate. That's That's the question. Did you know the one, is it American Dreams in New Jersey? Has that ever really come to fruition i mean i well, know it's it was, it's open but is the there much hill there? is open the what Nicola, about stores yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean there there are um yes i mean i don't think they're anywhere near you know full capacity right but there are stores yeah I there are know. stores they just basically had the worst timing that could have possibly oh, right. you know been so yeah. anyway, little little January shakeup for you. So there was a shakeup with uh, M and M's. What? You know, I mean, I just love this story. I'm sorry, and if you've had TV on it all lately, you've seen Maya Rudolph, who is fabulous. Maya because, Rudolph just makes me laugh and smile. Yes, you just look at her. Yes. Well, Mars Candy, who is the company that makes M and M's, they announced this week that they are replacing their M&M's spokes candies. They had spokes candies <laughs> with Maya Rudolph because they have had a lot of criticism from the right wing uh, over their mascot makeover. What? Apparently, yes. Wait, are they? is this all mock or is this no, real? No, 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 this, this is true. Is, this is, okay. Tucker Carlson's very anti um, their campaign. What? Because what they did is they had, you know, all the M&M characters were, you know, their little mascots. Well, they had come up with a green M&M mm-hmm. and they had... Green's the best. They decided was too sexy. They didn't, but the right wing decided oh, it was too sexy too because sexy. she had been in knee-high, high-heel boots. Oh, my And God. they <laughs> didn't like that. They wanted her in sneakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the orange one was riddled with anxiety. 
And the new purple M&M was designed for inclusivity. Uh-huh. And so apparently many conservatives, including Tucker Carlson, were just up in arms and said that the liberal agenda had gone too far. Oh, my goodness. And so are they eating sixlets instead of M&M's? Maybe. They didn't actually say, but what I love, I mean, I think Mars is handling it so well. And they said, in the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't even sure if anyone would notice. And we definitely didn't think it would break the Internet. Yeah. But now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing. <laughs> so they've taken a pause mm-hmm. on their spokes candies and they have made Maya Rudolph their spokesperson and she will star in their Super Bowl commercial. Oh, um, they haven't brilliant. done one in a number of years. Yeah. And so they have come back and they're kind of teasing it uh-huh. on these little commercials now. And she holds up an M&M with her picture on it. Brilliant. And, yes. I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's great. They said in the in the coming weeks, they will let people know what their candy spokespeople are up to. Stay tuned. Yeah, that interesting, sounds isn't it? good. Um, well, when we get back, speaking of candy, we'll tell you what to expect for Valentine's Day. It's coming you, soon. It is coming. Super Bowl and then Valentine's Day. It all is happening. Later in the show, we're talking to Marion Park, amazing designer, shoe uh, line based right here in Minnesota. Marion herself is going to be on the line with us and um, next hour we'll talk to Grethen House which has had a lot of um, celebrity sightings in their clothing their designer lines recently. We'll tell you all about that later on. Don't go away. Lots more Shop Girls straight ahead. The 2023 Best New Year's Resolution goes to Bob. When shopping on Marketplace, I'll never ask, is it still available? And then vanish when they say yes. Most resolutions are silly, but a commitment to be healthier overall, that's attainable. The YMCA is making it easy this month with a $0 enrollment plus people to help you reach your goals. Hurry and join before January 31st. Thank you. You're welcome. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Uh, poor Beyonce. Poor I mean, Beyonce. How is she even counting her money? I mean, that is without a doubt the most ridiculous Insane. thing I've seen. $24 million for an hour performance Can you in even? Dubai. She stayed in a suite that costs $100,000 a night. Think about that. I'm thinking. I am thinking and I'm outraged. Think what that money could do. My God. I know. I would like she'll, to think I would like to think she'll do some. good things, but geez, it's just it's so messed up. I, it, oh, it's crazy. The whole world is right. Crazy. Let's talk Valentine's Day because Let's. that's a happier thing to talk about. Let's. Well, uh, we're all combined going to do a good job spending quite a pretty penny on Valentine's Day. I the know. estimate is consumers are supposed to spend expected to spend nearly twenty six billion dollars right. on Valentine's Day and this that's year. More than last year. Last year, from, last 20, year was close to 24. Yeah, so a couple, yeah, 24. couple billion more. Yeah, just a couple, a couple billion, billion more. That's, that's, I, it, I've already started with the cinnamon hearts, so I'm probably oh, contributing. Have you? Yeah. See, I have And they are yet. more expensive this year, I've noticed, like everything. Well, yeah, why would that be any different? But th- more than half of consumers plan to celebrate. And this is what surprised me. They're going to spend an average of, a, I love they get really specific, $192.80. <laughs> that's the average. That's the average. And this is up from $175.41 yeah. 
in in 2022. What are people buying? Well, that's the interesting thing. The main thing, I mean, it's really what you kind of expect and what it always flowers, has been. Chocolates. Flowers. Well, flowers are number one. Uh, no, excuse me. Candy is number one. 57% mm-hmm. will spend on candy. Greeting cards are next. And I say don't spend the money on <gasps> greeting cards. What? I'm sorry. I have gotten to the point when you, unless you go to Trader Joe's, where you can get great cards for any occasion for 99 cents. I don't get anything from saying this. I'm just saying I have found this. Yeah. Cards are now $5.99, 6 It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Put it into a gift. But mm-hmm. anyway, 40% are going to do that. Flowers. Unless are, you write something really nice and that is the gift. I mean, the it's still, there are well, some really well done, oh, hilarious yeah. cards. Of course there are. And but if you're writing a special note. No, I mean, I'm not saying they Just should Just write be. a nice note yourself. Okay. Okay. Um, <sighs> that would mean more to me. I know, but like there are some that have like really funny, you know, or great illustrations and then a very funny line. And and I will say upon occasion, I have gotten a card that I loved the illustration or whatever the picture is on the front. And I have framed them, you know, as Mm. a little picture. Really? I have never seen that. Where do you have these? In the bathroom. In the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you sometime. Um, Anyway, but I, but. Flowers are a big thing. Evening out, 32% are going to do that. Jewelry is 21%. Gift cards, 20%. And clothing, 19%. Hmm. Um, Men give experiences more than women do. Hmm. But that's probably because they get to share it then. Maybe. Or is that that just a function of like they're taking someone out to dinner or something Um, like that? I wondered actually if fewer people would go out to dinner just because things are so expensive right now, or if Valentine's Day is an excuse to splurge. That's a looks good like, question. Looks like it must be an excuse to splurge based on... Right, and even the, uh, the uh, National Retail Federation said, even among those who don't plan to celebrate Valentine's Day, 28% will still mark the occasion in some way seeking non-Valentine's gifts, treating themselves to something special, or planning to get together or evening out with single friends and family members. Hmm. So the thing is, I just can't believe it's two weeks from Valentine's Day. Right. You know, I mean, it's, how did that happen? I just remember being in Target probably before New Year's and gone was every sign of Christmas and there were all the Valentines and all the candy and all. It's just you know, we're on to the next holiday. That's just right. Like that. That's, That's right. What seems to happen? Um, hey, I'm ju- I'm just wondering. Have you checked in on the auction, possibly of the century, that is happening right now, um, with all of the accessories and fashions that belonged to Vogue editor Andre Leon Talley. Did oh, you hear about this? Of it course. It started it's, yesterday. Have you checked in to see how it's going? No, I didn't. Yeah. Maybe I we mean, should. It's Maybe an amazing thing. He had no family. Yeah. And what he wanted to do, he wanted to make sure that the two places that would get his um Profits, so to speak, from the sale of all of his things were the Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem and the Mount Sinai Missionary Baptist Church in Durham. Mm -hmm. That's where he grew up. Mm -hmm. And this was his goal. And so all of these 
things that he's had clothing and I, I mean artifacts, sunglasses, and hats. I mean, an unbelievable collection that he amassed of yes. designer fashion through the years. And it went on tour for yeah. a little while, and yeah. now it just started yesterday, as you said. Mm-hmm. And there is everything that you can imagine from fancy gloves to shoes to all of his capes that he used to wear. Um, and you can, I guess, go on to Christie's. Yeah, you go and, to Christie's. I'm going right now just to see what's happening. Oh, to see what you want to buy? Yeah. See if we could maybe bid on a little something here while okay. we're here. Sure, I'm um, sure. Well, you know. Yeah, what? it's right. You do, If you just type, if you just Google um, Christie's Andre Leon Talley, it's all right there. And you can see what is available and what the prices are at. And, you know, it's everything. Louis Vuitton luggage. So much Louis Vuitton luggage. Well, oh, my goodness. Well, a lot. But yes. I, what I think is interesting is Christie's has put a current, they say, low estimate on the sale of a little over $700,000. Yeah. But usually things go for much more. They were saying, as an example, that their sale of Joan Rivers' estate, they had there was a silver dog bowl that was engraved with her pet Spike's name that they estimated would sell for between five dollars and $800. It sold for over $13,000. Wow. Um, the estate of Ronald and Nancy Reagan, a pillow that they valued at about a thousand went for $71,000. So they don't know for sure what to expect. If you're a real fashion fan, there are some um, sketches done by Karl Lagerfeld done for Andre Leon Talley. Yeah. Um, Lots of jewelry and yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, I just love though that, that he, this collection could have gone to a museum. Sure. It could have gone to a museum. And I'm not saying that that's not a wonderful thing and that it could have been on display. And there are lots of important pieces, but he thought this was, this was what he, this was his fortune. This is what he amassed throughout his career. And that, and he just wants the money and the money to go to his churches. churches. And And I I love that. Oh, I do too. I think it's wonderful. And I hope that the things sell for a lot. I, I bet they will. We'll have to, Check on it and see what they wind up making. Yeah, very cool. Um, okay, real quick, um, since we're talking, since we were talking Andre and Vogue, um, you know, men's shows have been happening in Paris and Milan. Right? Are you ready? Are you ready for these looks? Are you ready for a whole lot of purple? Are you for ready? Men. Ready for yes, for men in a lot of um, glitter and sparkles, a lot of sparkly suits. Everybody, I like you know? lavender sweaters. <laughs> That would be okay. Well, purple is a big trend. Um, Lots of zip-ups, but they're kind of... They're just more extravagant than than ever. I think a lot of our Minnesota men are going to be. They're going, showing mm-hmm. long coats too, mm-hmm. and that might be good for Minnesota as yeah, well. Yeah, but men. puffers, the puffer pieces, but all kinds of weird puffer pieces like vests and even like a puffed tank top. Oh, How about that? That'll really keep you warm. Okay. Well, I don't think that's really the goal. <laughs> I don't think any of that is really okay, the goal. Okay, well, there's something for everyone, and that's All good. right. Stick around. We'll be back with more Shop Girls and a special guest right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, this week, Mom, I know you love all things Washington, D.C. and history and White House related. So you probably knew that First Lady, Dr. Jill Biden, presented her inaugural ensembles to the Smithsonian to add to their collection. Their First Lady's collection. Guess 
who was there. Guess who the first lady it invited? You. It was no, it wasn't me. Sure <laughs> wasn't me, but it was our friend, oh. shoe designer extraordinaire Marion Park. She's back home in Minnesota, taking a moment away from the kids. We hope they're in front of a, a Netflix or something <laughs> to talk to us about this amazing experience. Hello, Marion. Hi, Allie. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, sure can, can. Sure can. And, and oh if my we gosh, hear... how fun to meet your mom. I oh. see her on your Instagram. Hello. <laughs> it's so nice, nice to, to meet with you. you. Oh, Maybe she... one day it will be in person, she's I a, hope. She's a big fan from afar. So, Marion, we know that Jill Biden has been a huge fan. She has been spotted in your shoes so many times. How does that feel? It is still um, almost hard to believe. And every time our team sees a photo of her wearing our shoes, we just, we go crazy. It's so exciting. It's such an honor. And, um, you know, whatever your, you know, political um, beliefs are just to, to, you know, have a first lady wearing uh, your product, especially for us, you know, we are, we're still very much a startup, um, still growing our business, uh, you know, female founded, you know, American brand based here in, in Minnesota. So to think that we could um, be recognized by someone with such um, visibility and such a platform such as a, a first lady of the United States is really, really exciting. Right. It's us. pretty amazing. Your shoes are walking around the White House. Do you know how she first discovered your shoes or don't you? You know, I think her staff um, introduced her to the brand, and um, my sense is that she really loves our story, and I think our story makes sense for her. Mm So, um, you know, I'm a surgically trained podiatrist. I've always loved fashion, and I was really frustrated with the way women's shoes fit and felt. And, you know, uh, for someone um, like a first lady or just, you know, anyone who's in an important moment feels um, like they need to be focused and doing their best. They don't really want to be distracted by an uncomfortable pair of shoes. Oh, right. So, so really, our um, our brand story and purpose. Um, it's very authentic, and it's it's you really can feel the difference. I know Allie um, has oh, some yes. pairs and, and can speak to um, how comfortable they are, but they they really work for her. So um, so yeah, time and again, I think that's really what's especially um, especially heartwarming and exciting is that she really she she reaches for them over and over again. And that feels great. It's wild. Somebody like that who has to be on their feet, but dressed up all the time like that. You care about comfort. Absolutely. And then they look beautiful Mm -hmm. on top of it. So until this event um, at the Smithsonian, had you ever had direct contact with the first lady or with her team? No, no. Um, I was just hoping that I might just, get to thank her and shake her hand and I did um, at the event so that was really really exciting I actually at the event um, there were a lot of um, uh, other American um, fashion brands and you know people who have you know supported her and and all of um, her you know clothing choices and one of the people I met actually was her seamstress and I chatted with her seamstress for a while and when I told her what I did she said oh because you know when you go to get a dress hemmed you always have to have the right shoes Mm -hmm. you know have the 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 um, all the tailoring done right. And she sure. said, 
she, Dr. Biden really loves your shoes. And that, that was really encouraging oh. and great to hear, too. But so you did fun. get to meet her. I saw on your Instagram. So what did she say? Did you say, Dr. Biden, I'm Marion Park. The Marion Park are my shoes. <laughs> well, I did. I did. That's what I, I, I don't ever have an expectation that anyone ever can remember my name or what they wore yesterday. I can hardly remember myself. So I said, <laughs> you know, my name is, you know, Marion Park. And, um, and I think one of her staff members says, she makes those shoes. And so we got this great picture of her face. You can't really see my face. Uh, my long hair is in the way, but, um, but you see her face and she's got a big smile. And so that really seeing that photo makes me uh, so happy too, because I, you know, I said to her, I said, you know, can you feel the arch? And, and she said, yes, I can feel the arch. And uh, so um, it was really fun. And I, I got emotional actually, sure. Allie. I really got, I got emotional. I, mean, I wasn't expecting that. The, the, um, the Pretty amazing. The event was at the Smithsonian, right? It was at the um, the Smithsonian, the National Museum of uh, American History. And was there was there a reception or a lunch or anything after? Or, you know, tell us the details. It was um, it, there was a reception, and we we got there early um, in the morning, about nine nine thirty, um, and did a, a COVID test screening, <laughs> and then. Um, she came around eleven thirty or so um, after everybody was was cleared, and there was a presentation and some remarks. Um, I got to you know, shake her hand um, and, and speak with her briefly before that. Um, the two designers who made the clothing both uh, made some remarks, and what was interesting um, about what, what, what's going to make her Dr. Biden's clothing special is. Um, so um, every first lady since 1912 has donated uh, their inauguration ball gown mm-hmm. to the Smithsonian. And, of course, in 2021, we did not have no a ball. ball. There was right. no inaugural ball, right, because of the pandemic. So Dr. Biden's um, attire is unique to the collection, really speaks to what was happening at the time because she doesn't have a big elaborate ball gown she mm. has two dresses and coats but coordinating coats right yep and um and coordinating masks yes and those ah, those are the her masks are there too that that's so interesting and i mean think about that's it like history. years from now when we go visit with our children or grandchildren like that will be the story right. of how different mm-hmm. that year was wow that's wild mm-hmm. yeah history when, when you walk through the exhibit the first lady's exhibit uh the gowns you know it is so interesting to see the styles yep. and, and um you know how it evolved over time and it's really it's really interesting and some you know the first ladies have given accessories like their clutches that were made to match their dress or their shoes or their jewelry and um it really her her um you know installation there will really stand out and really um mark history in that of way course, so i think it's, i think it's smart so it's smart. yeah absolutely it's one of my favorite exhibits there yeah. i love it it's fun it's fun to see we're talking to marion park shoe designer who you might not even realize lives here in the twin cities her line is of course worldwide at all the best department stores and um growing every day um marion what are you excited about for for spring it looks like a lot of bright colors 
That is exactly right. I was going to say there's so much color. Uh, Magenta, you know, Pantone every year comes out with the color of the year. And no one ever really knows what it's going to be. Sort of hard to anticipate. Um, And uh, thankfully, we had leaned into Magenta. You know, fashion works so far in advance. We're, you know, a year Mm -hmm. out in terms of development and production. But a year ago, we decided that Magenta was going to be one of our, um, you know, bright, colors and themes for the season so anyway that was fun and unexpected yeah just ahead of your time nice when it lines up like that (laughs) it is really nice so no we've got a lot of and, and i would say um you know, in some in some ways, um, we have Dr. Biden to to thank for giving our classic pumps mm-hmm. uh, a lot of visibility, and our classic pumps now are available in three different heel heights, mm. several different colorways. So that's really exciting. We've really grown our pump classic pump business, and um, and those are the the shoes that Dr. Biden um, wears. Um, Frequently, yes. so that's pretty exciting, too. Frequently, indeed. But besides the pumps, it looks like there are a lot of kind of chunkier heels um, being shown as well. Even How- in the high heel. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 mm-hmm. what, what should we be buying? <laughs> well, buy Everything. what is right for the occasion. Yeah. So, you know, I often say that, um, you know, you have to be thinking about, are you walking a lot? Are you standing in grass? Um, you know, really, you have to be thinking about the occasion. And, um, you know, kitten heels and flats, I think, um, can be made really beautiful and chic. Um, just because you're going to a, a really formal event doesn't mean you necessarily have to wear a stiletto. Mm-hmm. But-, uh, but I think Every shape and size goes right now. It's sort of fun because mm-hmm. you can have flared stilettos, straight stilettos, the block heels, mm-hmm. um, as you all just uh, just said. So really, it's we're sort of in a fashion of, with regard to footwear at, uh, at a moment where sort of everything goes. Yeah. Well, nice. you know, like Marion, that. that's one of the things that I was going to say. I think um, you get to be a certain age. We won't mention what it may be. <laughs> but <laughs> and heels, as much as you'd love to wear them. It just isn't going to happen. But you do make flats that can go with a formal dress as well, don't you? And and don't you think that that can work, too? I mean, comfort has to come in there somewhere. Well, I would say you should give our heels a mm-hmm. try because there are so many factors and so many elements that go into making a shoe comfortable. Mm-hmm. And heel height is is only one of the of the many factors and i think we've all been there where you've had a you know a higher heel that you actually could wear for several hours and they didn't bother you at all um but then you've had a kitten heel or a flat that was like excruciating yeah um it's the knees heel height isn't everything (laughs) it's Uh, the knees that make the difference (laughs) (laughs) that's why the the flats seem better well, well, and and there's also this. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Ali. I was just going to say there's there's often this sort of um, uh, maybe misconception that flats are always comfortable. But I think again, I think we've all been there at the end of the day when yeah. you've worn a pair of flats and mm-hmm. you've gosh, your feet, you've got so much soreness and fatigue, and a lot of it comes to uh, comes down to the the shoe being too flat or too flexible. Oh. and um, when that yeah, when that happens, it's it's typically because um, you know shoes really need um, a certain amount of flexibility in very specific areas and they need some rigidity and support in other areas and so that's where 
our brand really is, is set apart is that we focus really on where the shoe should bend, bending in the right place and to the right extent, um, and where it should be supportive um, and, and rigid. Uh, and that's mainly in the rear foot and the midfoot through the arch. That's where we really need support right, uh, right. because if it's too flexible, the shoe's too flexible, your foot is flexing and moving a lot. And that's what leads to soreness and fatigue over Let's time. remember, Mom, it's Dr. Marianne I know. Park. She, she is, what she's is doing. a podiatrist. Yes. Listen I do to the doctor. That. I yes. listen. <laughs> I think of you all the time when I'm walking through my house barefoot too, Marianne, because I know you said I shouldn't be no, doing that. No, I even Allie, know that. You got to I shoes. tell you, I tell you every time. <laughs> but so, and this is even, you know, especially, you know, anyone who has ever suffered from plantar fasciitis, yep. really going barefoot, you are, you are tempting fate um, mm. because you really need to find a shoe um, that will keep your arch supported. And so what I often say is buy a pair of Birkenstocks, hmm. um, dedicate them to inside the house. Don't what even... about slippers that have some support? They need to have some kind of an arch support. Okay. So the, if they're flat, fluffy, yeah. um, uh, just, you know, protective um, house shoes, that's not going to do it. You really need something that has some some arch support in them. And if you really want to avoid things, you can even buy a pair of, you know, clean, brand new sneakers, but don't be tempted. I know it's tempting when you when you have on a pair of sneakers or your, your Birkenstocks to, like, run out into the garage, yeah. take out the trash, do these things. You have to, if you really want to make them your house shoes and keep them clean, Leave them at the door every time you go in and out, and um, and don't go barefoot. Don't this barefoot could be a whole. This could be a whole new collection for you. The Marion yes. Park house shoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, there we go. We talked about that. We talked about that in COVID times because you know no one was going out. Sure. No one was wearing high heels, and so we we did actually pivot to um, a, a collection that was a lot more casual. Um, you know, easier to wear to, with what women were doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, we produce in Italy and we're still a growing brand. So, um, our, our pricing, um, for some of those, um, molds and things like that, we sort of had sticker shock. Yeah. <laughs> and we said, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to compete with Birkenstocks. Um, if you remember during that time, Birkenstock actually was sold to LVMH, mm-hmm. who, um, is, you know, owns Louis Vuitton and, you know, other major right. heritage luxury brands. And, uh, Birkenstock really had a moment um, yes. with footwear and like during the pandemic. So. Well, 2023 is your year. It's starting out great. Marion Park, thank you so much for joining great us. Great talking to you. Congratulations. What a pleasure. You all are so kind to think of me. I um, I appreciate it. And um, I hope to see you both yes. very soon. Hope to see hope you to soon. See you. We'll put a link to the website. Check out all the shoes at marionpark.com. That's park with an E on the end. Thank you, Marion. And talk to you soon. We'll Thank be you. back. Bye. We'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother, Harmony. Yes, Mom, I'm here. Yes. Cat suits, Paris Fashion Week, sleeping bag shoes. It's time for whose look is it anyway? Give me shoes wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Where do you want to start? Oh, we have to start in Paris. Okay, let's start in Paris. Always start in Paris. Always start in Paris. I mean, anybody who has read the paper, um, People magazine, anything, knows that the Fashion Week is going on in Paris, or did go on this last week. And I think along with the shows, 
Doja Cat was the star. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. If you could recognize the, her. Well, the outfits that she wore, I mean, this, um, I asked my son, mm-hmm. because he does have a little connection, but mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about her because of that, because no. everybody's talking about her, but Brett, and I can't remember his last name, um, her stylist is the one who really came up with all of these looks. Mm-hmm. At the Scaparelli show, she was, everybody was talking because she had 30 thousand Swarovski crystals on her face literally on her head yes all the way down her arms how did you feel she they, was red you, red from head to they toe they had to be put on individually yeah five hours to get this look unbelievable and then the skirt was made up of wooden little balls that were all put together mm-hmm. a trump lloyd um boots that looked like toes mm-hmm. all in red just an Did you unbelievable like this? look. I thought it was unbelievably dramatic. I mean, you couldn't you you couldn't stop looking at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite amazing. Okay, well, how um, about her compared to uh, Kylie Jenner? Well, that's what I was going to say. So at the Scaparelli show, his theme, the designer Daniel Roseberry, mm-hmm. um, this the theme was Inferno. Mm-hmm. And so this was kind of the whole idea of... And, and um, I feel like Doja Cat nailed that as oh, far as the theme I would goes. say so, yes. yes. Other than the fire actually coming out of her head. <laughs> but the whole look, and Kylie Jenner, of course, was wearing the look, but so were the models, were animals with... Animal prints, but with the animal's head like right rabbits. there. <laughs> right there. On Taxidermy. The, Taxidermy on the, the chest. Where the boobs are... That was the head of the Wild. leopard or the Kylie Jenner was actually wearing um, a big lion head. Yes. Now, they aren't real. We don't know animals were I mean, hurt they're kind in the of process. Freaky. Like, I mean, did you see, I mean, Naomi Campbell in, you know, it was it was like all black. Yes. And then you just see like this the black, head yes. of this. I mean, I was, curious, was it a dog or a bear no, coming I, out of her shoulder? Yeah, no, it was a bear, I believe. And Shalom Harlow on the runway yeah. in um, like a leopard. I don't even know all my wild animals all that well. No, I don't these either. These were very disturbing. I thought so, too. I don't know. Why? I mean, I've never liked animal prints. Yes, but this goes beyond. Yeah, Um, but but back to Doja Cat. I mean, this is a very. I mean, I I just like you wonder what go. Where is the thought process? Like, I'm going to basically dress up from my head. It is her stylist and her makeup artist who come up with these. And she's been doing these all over. Look, she believes that the body should be a canvas hmm. that it that you know you can do whatever you want with it the same as you would with you know uh, getting a, a blank canvas and then painting a picture yeah. um the next day she used you know people who had complained about her shaving her eyebrows off and all that she had fake hair on her eyebrows and as a little mustache um and was wearing a very sculptured looking suit at the victor and rolf so I believe it was. Well, it definitely is uh, turns heads. That's for sure. Without she got a doubt. her attention for all the time she put in. Yeah. Um, we have just a minute. Can we um, hit on the sleeping bag shoes? Sleeping bag shoes. Yes. They're the non-shoe shoe they're talking about that everybody's wearing. They just want to be comfortable. And do you remember the old moon boots? Sure, of course. Well, that's kind of what they are. Are like they're comfortable and they just you know you you just are kind of 
have your feet engulfed in this quilted. It's kind of just the new take on the Uggs, basically. It's Uggs meets Moon Boots. But yeah, is there a certain brand? There's several. You can you can get them. You know, for twelve hundred dollars, you can get them. Oh. Puma uh, for forty nine. I like forty nine better. Thank yeah, you very much. But there's 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 low ones. There, I mean, you know, low ankle um, height. They're a little higher. There's also just slip on. Hmm. That you can get, but they all are ugly. And basically, <laughs> I mean, it's you're going for comfort. Yeah. So, okay. you know, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then well, there you go. The sleeping Haley Bieber sure. does it. And if Haley Bieber does it, you know it's got to be trend. right. You know? It's a trend. So, yeah. Okay. We'll take your questions, talk shop, talk spring style, and celebrities, more celebrities. That's all ahead still on Shop Girls. Don't go away.